Live from Cool Boys Central. You can be the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. We'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. So cool. So cool. So cool. I see cool boys. Greetings, cool boy nation. Welcome to a very special episode of the Cool Boys Podcast. This is not our usual episodes where we talk about fun stuff. This is a call to action episode about a very important subject. We will be discussing the amazing August Ames, all the fabulous boners she has given us, and the social justice warriors that drove her to suicide. I'm Felk, and I am drinking Trader Jose, Trader Joe's Corona knockoff. How is it? Is it good? It tastes more or less like Corona. And I'm Ballard, and tonight I will be drinking a little Chardonnay. Chardonnay. And this Chardonnay comes from the Santa Barbara region. Sweet. Just like August was. And just perfect. Like August. Just like Aww. August was. So, uh, quick disclaimer. This episode, we're going to be expressing some very personal opinions about the uh, world and the way Twitter and harassment works. And we want to make sure that these are... Each our own opinions. I'm Felk. What I say is representative of how I feel. And I'm Ballard, and I'm representing how I feel and my own opinions. And uh, no one here tonight is representing uh, the third cool boy's opinions, Noli, as Noli will not be able to join us this evening. No, nor does this uh, represent the opinions of any guests we might have or anyone who might promote or do business with us. (laughs) Or Cool Boy Nation. Or the Cool Boy Nation. Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We gotta keep him gagged. Cool Boy Nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our Cool Boy Show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. Um, And then the other disclaimer is that... um, uh, also, while we'll be discussing August Ames' uh, recent suicide, uh, Ames was married to porn director uh, Kevin Moore. Mm-hmm. And he was a porn director, right? Producer, but yeah, close enough. I mean, he may have directed. And he issued um, a statement um, to the uh, AVN, uh, and that is, she was the kindest person I ever knew, and she meant the world to me. Please leave this as a private family matter in this difficult time. This this uh, makes a lot of sense, and so we're not going to discuss um, August Ames as uh, um, much, at least in her personal life, and definitely don't want to talk about necessarily the acts of what did occur, uh, or ha- and speculate on what happened or how it happened or anything like that, or even okay. talk about her family. We're just going to focus more on these social justice warriors who are fucking assholes who essentially talked a depressed person into committing suicide. Well, yeah, it's, they, they tweeted at her and specifically kind of mounted campaigns against her and didn't relent once she was uh, addressing that. In response to that, so in response to what her husband's request, yeah, we're not going to be doxing. We're not going to be going into it, it, prying into personal details. We're not going to be discussing her life outside of this event and the very public, already public campaign directed against her and now directed in memory of her, the hashtag uh, uh, Amesgate, hashtag Amesgate, that is now, you know, a firestorm. So we're not just talking about what's in the public eye. We're going to leave her private matters alone 
this is what's on Twitter, what was on Twitter, what's being deleted from Twitter, and what needs to be done about the people saying things about her on Twitter. Uh, so, yes, we will be, of course, very respectful. But who is August Ames? We need to get to establish that she was a porn star, a beautiful porn star with a perfect yep. human female body, uh, born Mercedes Grabowski. Um, in Canada, she was found dead uh, Tuesday, December 5th at the age of 23. And yet the uh, the news just kind of broke today. Now, this is all from a uh, tweets that started at her around December 3rd. Uh, she died just days after being attacked on Twitter by thousands of people branded homophobic after she suggest, said she would not perform in scenes with men who had done gay porn. Basically, her agent had hooked her up with the, to a scene where she was with a popular, they're known as crossover stars, guy does gay porn, guy does straight porn. She refused. She ref this became public when some people called her out on this on Twitter. She defended herself, and then people attacked her. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely disgusting. And I, I'm not on Twitter. I, I'm not on Facebook. I'm, um, I'm not on the other one. Yeah. What's the other one? I'm sure it's like old and all the new kids aren't even on it either. Um, MySpace? Instagram. I'm oh, Instagram. yeah, 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 yeah. She, well, she um, was. The, the most social media that I do is anything I do for this podcast. Okay. And you can't be a porn star without being on Twitter and Instagram and all those things. You, you kind of have to. It comes with the job. She didn't have a choice. So why? Why did an actress, porn graphic actress saying, I don't do scenes with gay guys on Twitter get called out and have her be attacked. What kind of uh, ideology would think that that is an acceptable thing to do, that the, her opinion is not acceptable and that we needed to go after her? So the ideologies, in my opinion, are swerfs and intersectional feminism in general. Uh, and there's no better example of that than the writers of Jezebel. I've talked about them before, and I know, like, why am I bringing up Jezebel again? It's be because that Jezebel perfectly represents the ideology that attacked her these last uh, few days. Uh, so, Felk, can you real quickly explain to me what SWERFs are you, and what intersectional feminism is? So what do you think SWERF stands for? I have no idea. You have no idea? Really? Okay, so SWERF stands... I'm guessing something about social and something about warrior. Nope. SWERF okay. stands for sex worker exclusionary radical feminist. What does that mean? It means a radical feminist who, this variation, don't care about sex workers. Anyone oh. in kind of, any kind of uh, sexual, yes. be it porn stars or actual prostitutes, but more so than that. They, they want more or less the same thing that other regular feminists want, but they make an exception when it comes to that vagina, basically. You know, women have the right to do to, to the, choose what happens to their own bodies. They, they have control over their own sexuality, and they can do what, fuck who they want to, not fuck who they don't want to, and so forth. Except when it comes to breaking their ideology, meaning if you are a woman who says, uh, well, I just don't want to have sex with black guys, and they put that on their fucking OkCupid okay bio or their po Plenty of Fish bio, then they should be called out as racist and be kicked off the site because that's Too racist. Big. If they if they want to, yeah, that's the well, that doesn't help. Um, <laughs> and if they of course want to have sex for money or to be a pornographic performer, that's also not okay. That degrades women. So basically, you can only have sex with who they say you can have sex with for the reasons that they say you can have sex with them. That is a radical level of feminism that is anti women. And absolutely, certainly anti-porn performer, and also I would say that's tyrannical, honestly, because yeah. that's like that—that's that's a 
You can be free as long as you fit under my rules. That is exactly what they want. And so what's intersectional feminism? Intersectional feminism, often called fourth wave feminism, often mistaken with third wave feminism. Oh, you mentioned fourth wave before. Fourth wave is intersectional feminism. Fourth, cool. third, basically, intersectional feminism is the idea that it's not just feminism. It's all other isms that hit with our ideology. So feminism, uh, gay rights is also part of intersectional feminism. Maybe throw some socialism in there. Maybe throw some gun control in there. Uh, so when... Um, there was the Women's March in D.C. You remember that? Yeah, oh yeah, all the pussy hats. What was that for? What was what was the what were they trying to achieve? I literally don't know. <laughs> uh, so right off the bat, almost half of Americans maybe aren't supporting abortion. Fifty-one percent of the pro-life movement is women. Yet, if you were a pro-life woman or from a pro-life organization, you were not welcome at the uh, Women's March. Women who supported or had on social media supported uh, Israel were excluded from the Women's March. The Women's March had sickle and hammer flags being brandied about. Communism, like things that had nothing to do with equality for women were melded into that march. And that's what intersectional feminism is. It's the idea that we're going to pick and choose a bunch of sides on a bunch of issues that have nothing to do with feminism and say they're also related to feminism. Gay rights, you can kind of say, see there's some intersectionality. Um, in terms of being anti-racism, a little bit less. That's kind of a separate issue, but why not throw that in? But then they throw in other fucking left-wing issues like being anti, like there was anti-gun fucking part uh, aspects of that march, and other marches like it. So that, the idea that um, you you can encompass all kinds of other things and then apply that to feminism is where you can also apply the idea that oh, it's okay to be angry at a woman who says things like, "Well, I don't have sex with blank because that's I don't have sex with black guys because that's how I'm not attracted to. I don't have sex with." Uh, bisexual guys because I, I just don't prefer it or I'm concerned with my own safety. That's saying that that it, it sets up for the idea of saying that that is not okay. Right. And that's, and that's kind of fucked up. Um, uh, I, I saw on the internet uh, just recently after uh, August Ames passed away, someone pulling a, a photo out of um, that March. You were just discussing Felk. Oh, really? With all the, with the pussy hats in the background. Yeah. And it says, my body. It's a woman holding up the, the sign that says, my body my choice. Yeah. And then and then the person who wrote the article, this was uh, captainwrongthink.com. They put a little caption under there and it's very poignant to what you just said. Phil. Oh. There must be some fine print on that sign that we can't see. Yeah, there is. There's a My body, my choice. There's that a is literally all August Ames was talking about. My body, my choice. And she simply just did not want where people who also do gay porn to also have sex with her, not people who have done gay porn. My understanding was people who are currently still crossing over and doing gay and straight porn. Is that correct, Phil? That's absolutely correct. And on top of that, uh, yeah, the, the the women's march was organized by someone who uh, porn stars like tweeted at, like, "Hey, I want to come." Nope, persona non grata. Uh, and and uh, sex workers, uh, like pro sex worker rights alliance, that's you know trying to get for a Canadian one actually try to like get involved. No, thank you. So that was the idea is that like. Yeah, you don't you don't have you have the right to say what you do with your vagina. Oh, no, you only within our set confines. And that's why I bring up Jezebel, because they have uh, they've not even mentioned August today. 
Jezebel has been fucked up. Really? Jezebel considers themselves the champions of anti-bullying. They've talked about online bullying is a horrible thing. They bring it up on any chance they get. Anytime a woman is bullied and it fits their agenda, they make a big deal about it. But they don't mention August today. Why? Because there's the tinge of her being called homophobic and Jezebel's all about intersectionality. So you're not a feminist if you're not pro-gay rights, if you're not pro-trans rights, even though that doesn't necessarily affect feminism. And there's plenty of feminists who are against uh, trans rights or against men who are trans uh, or, or trans women, I guess, uh, be considered. Shit, yeah, those are called have Turks. You, have, have you looked at Jezebel yet? No. Dude, they've posted only one thing today, apparently. On their main page, and it was 57 minutes ago. Kate Winslet insisting that on some level, Woody Allen is a man is not a good look. That's their only post today. Yeah, yesterday was their last post at 9:50 p.m. Brian Singer accused in lawsuit of sexually assaulting a minor. Okay. They posted nothing today. They avoided the topic like the plague by posting nothing. Guess what? How much you want to bet they come out tomorrow with like a. Uh, Oh, servers were down. They might. They, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they went dark. I mean, I, I didn't view them today except to make sure that they hadn't posted anything about August because no one yeah. did. Breitbart did, of course. But. Oh, dude, they got tons of fucking shit against Johnny Depp, a fucking against Brian Singer. Well, those are those are unrelated. Fucking Harold Ford Jr., fucking Trump. But nothing today other than Kate Winslet insisting that on some level Woody Allen is a woman. Okay. It's not a good look. They were big into uh, being uh, bringing up uh, specifically the Leslie Jones Twitter thing. You know about that? Please inform me. Do you know who Milo Yiannopoulos is? Yes. So I'm sure you're not a fan of him. Well, I mean... Okay, well... I'm all for people in the First Amendment, honestly, and, and that's, a, that's a fucking really touchy subject, but the guy definitely seems to me to be a lot like, uh, you know, someone who's... Uh, I don't... I guess I just want to say like a flamer. You know, like a flame war. Yes. Well, like it, a troll. Uh, he he totally admits that and totally acknowledges that he his official job is provocateur. I mean he he that is his professional job. He, he so, has a great interview with Joe Rogan. All he did, yeah, I did. Uh, all he did really was uh, write this scathing critique of the, the 2016 Ghostbusters movie, and because of his followers, then started uh, he didn't encourage them specifically, but they did start uh, tweeting at. Leslie Jones saying racist things are genuinely racist things. He retreated one that was, you know, you're not the first gorilla to be in a Ghostbusters movie. And then it tweeted a photo of the actual, the you know, off-brand Ghostbusters that had a gorilla in it. That's racist. Of course, Leslie Jones kind of looked like the photo, but it, it, not, not. No a good, way. Does she, does she really? I didn't see the, I haven't seen this. I'll have to. Look. My point is, is that Jezebel, called for him to be kicked off Twitter. And he was. They, they banned him for Twitter, and they banned pretty much all, uh, all the people who said all the horrible racist things at Leslie Jones. Of course, if you look at Leslie Jones' Twitter, she says horrible things about white people as a generalized population pretty much all the time. A little bit of hypocrisy there, but the point is that Jezebel made it very clear. Harassing people on Twitter is wrong. If you harass people on Twitter, you need to get banned. Yet, when people from their side harass people or, or what they perceive are, are against them, in this case, August, poor sweet August, uh, they, they, don't, they stay silent. They think it's okay. And now they've got blood on their hands. Their side now has their first official body. I mean, not counting all the men who have killed themselves, because nobody really cares about men. Thousands of them can kill themselves. But a woman who did consider herself <laughs> a feminist was attacked by their very readership. 
And, yeah, she was. And now, and now they, and apparently they've only posted one thing today. That's kind of interesting. It is. It's a very, it, it, yeah. And here we are recording an episode, uh, last minute even. Um, yeah, that's kind of sad. I don't, I don't know if it's like if we can like one hundred percent say that like Jezebel's readership are the people who attacked August Ames. No, no, no. They speak to the ideology that okays this kind of behavior. Okay. Is my point. All right. That that, yeah, that makes. Sense. I, I I agree with that. I guess. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't say like every Jezebel you know reader was, or everyone that attacked her was a Jezebel reader necessarily. If you press the, certain writers, that they'll they'll say they'll they'll be like, yes, we're for you know we're for uh, pornographic performers, but in general, porn is derogatory and and bad to women, and that's why they have this little like. They try to have their cake and eat it, too, because they fucking probably love cake over there. Um, <laughs> and uh, th that's where they can they can say it's simultaneously wrong to harass people on Twitter, but it's OK to harass people on Twitter if they don't agree with our think wrong think. Uh, and th the thing is that August's request is so innocuous and so. Uh, common in the porn industry. The fact that people uh, targeted at her for this is because of, of specific people trying to organize this and trying to make it sure that, you know, she would not get respite. As long as she stayed on Twitter, she would be getting uh, harassment. And yet no calls to action from any of the anti-bullying people to do anything about the people tweeting at her. Absolutely. In fact, she was harassed for not just like eight hours or like a day. She was harassed for two days, almost three until her final tweet came out December 5th, the day she died. She sent her final tweet out at midnight and she just said, fucking, uh, I don't want to give a spoiler away. Fuck you all. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all. And, 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 and that's three days. If you want to actually count literal dates, three Four and five, December third, December fourth, December fifth. That is one, two, three. That is three days she was harassed. Yes. And 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 I went back and read most of the tweets, and it's it was pretty consistent. And she tries to change the topic, and people will not let her. She does. She does try to change the topic to other things, like here, here look at my ass, look at my boobs. And uh, and the the second day she was when she starts tweeting out things about how she's depressed. How she, you know, I'm depressed, but I got new lingerie. She was, she's been tweeting she's depressed since last year. Well, yeah, yeah, but she started tweeting it again, talking about how she was specifically depressed because of these tweets. How they're making her depressed and they're adding to her depression. Yeah. Almost a trigger. And she's posted multiple times in the last year, from December 2016th till December 2017th. She's posted multiple times on her Twitter feed that she is suffering from depression. Yeah. And you know what? That's very brave to do. A lot of people don't want to admit they're depressed in the first place it's hard to even admit to themselves that they're depressed not alone admit to all of their followers on twitter and to everyone that's listening or willing to read her tweet and that's a big deal and people all across america have know someone or have someone in their family that's depressed yeah and so for everyone to just to like the way she was not i guess it wasn't literally everyone who attacked her but like the way she was attacked by everyone who did attack her and they continued to attack her. It was it was relentless, and when, it was just bigoted and mean. Well, when they when she said I'm depressed because of this, and then they continued and even escalated. Yeah. That's Twitter. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it or get off. That's Twitter. It's the internet in 2017, broski. Well, the calls weren't just to get off. The calls were also to uh, blacklist her from the industry because of this. And this is, let's actually talk about her request real fast because the tweet that started it all was whichever lady performer is replacing you tomorrow for Erotica X News, you're shooting with a guy who has shot gay porn just to let you know. BS is all I can say. Do agents really not care about, about who they're representing? LA Direct, I do my homework for my body. Yeah, and so that was August Ames and her very first tweet that started off this massive fucking witch hunt on her. Yeah, uh, and people called her homophobic. Uh, other performers said that this is not acceptable for her to say or call it. She didn't even name the person. Um, and other people even just simply asked her questions to understand like what she was talking about because some people just did not understand. That's fine. Insane. That's fine. Asking questions is fine. People calling her saying, so you're homophobic. She responded, right, which is a horrible thing just to go after somebody about, especially a bisexual woman. Um, she says not homophobic. Most girls don't shoot with guys that have shot gay porn for safety. That's just how it is with me. I'm not putting my body at risk. I don't know what they do in their private lives. That got people angry because it's implying, what are they doing? What, what, what do you mean, what are they doing? They have unprotected butt sex. That's what she means. I mean, that, that, that's that's the, the key there. It's Yep. And they also only have to, uh, my understanding is, is gay porn. And I can get into another tweet that's actually a response to um, August's first tweet. Talia Dova uh, tweeted back to August Ames' original tweet. If you don't mind me asking, what is the problem with shooting with a guy that has done gay porn in the past? As long as they don't have HIV, why does it matter? Genuinely curious, by the way, not trying to be rude or imposed. That's fine. And, That's a fine tweet. And, and beautiful porn star Noelle Easton writes back. I love her. And she said, they do not follow our testing protocol. They don't? I thought the whole industry followed the same protocol. WTF. No. Gay performers wear condoms, meaning they never have to get tested unless a specific company makes them. We saw that when we found a pre-condom classic. <laughs> That's, That's this, is me talk, this is me talking as, as Felk. Uh, that, yeah, the, the, the gay porn industry does not make them test because if they did, they'd lose too many fucking performers. So they just wear condoms so they can keep on shooting. Back to our little stage play. I'll Talia Dovia says. I'm still Dahlia Dova. Talia Dova. Sad face for real? I think I just facepalmed so hard my hand went through my head. That's so fucking unsafe. Not even just for the industry. That's unsafe for anyone. Sad no. face again of some sort. Noelle says, scary, isn't it? It's not being homophobic, trust me. It's just unsafe to fuck someone untested, even with a condom, and then go back to fuck people in a tested pool because it can spread STDs in the straight performer pool, which is exactly how everyone who's gotten HIV in the porn industry has gotten porn, you know? And then Cole Cambridge says, oh, wow, this completely changes what I thought August was saying. If I'm being honest, it came off a little homophobic. Wow, they don't have to get tested? I completely get where she's coming from now. That's absurd. So right there, everything is explained and, 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 and laid out there for you to see. Yeah, on December 3rd, early on. On December this. 3rd, the very first day. So the very first day after her very first tweet, Somebody, another porn star comes in and explains it, and two other Twitterers clearly understand. <laughs> but that isn't why it stopped or stopped there. No. There was an agenda here, maybe. No, there was so, an agenda that, that it didn't, the facts didn't matter. And, and there, there's other porn stars who came out and said, 
this is totally Samantha 38 G later said that like this is totally common. Everyone gets to decide who they won't have sex with. Lots of people say no crossovers because they're, they're trying to protect themselves. It's totally normal. Lots of people do this. They just she tweeted about it. Right. So then August James goes and says, not homophobic. Most girls don't shoot with guys who have shot gay porn for safety. That's yeah, just that. how it is with me. I'm not putting my body at risk. I don't know what they do in their private lives. She's not trying to like really apply assumption, but she is applying her, pro I'm guessing, her educated, best educated guess based on her profession. No, and those facts don't matter in this in this narrative. That's the key is that it doesn't matter. Look, the reality of HIV tests is that you can have, you can have contracted HIV and be able to pass it to people, but not show have it up in your system enough to show up for at least a 30-day minimum. And in straight porn, as I'm sure you all know, doesn't really like condoms. It's it's a non-condom industry, whereas gay porn requires condoms because specifically, I mean, so many people probably have it, but maybe won't even test positive for it that they can't even take the risk. So it's very common to not for, for female performers to say, I'm not going to do crossovers. And yet... So there's, but there were porn stars that did kind of, I don't, I wouldn't say wanted, were, were attacking her, but were negative, at least to her responses at, or to her tweets at first. Like there was Alexis Monroe yeah. who wrote back, I think it's hilarious that you're discriminating against the man who does slash did gay porn when half of the industry has performed with such performers. All performers must subject to the same testing in order to work. And she spells all. A L L L L L. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's also worth noting she would later call out uh, Sweet August on the fact that August has performed with at least two men who have already done crossovers early on in her career. Now it's reasonable to assume that August just did not know that at the time, and then finding out about that after the fact is probably what changed her mind. That doesn't matter. A lot of people still tweeted at her. You're a hypocrite. You've already done it. You're, you're just now homophobic. You hate gays right. now. You start. You 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 laid out the weapon accidentally, even if it was an accident for Alexis Monroe, and and now yes, people were jumping on that. And and Alexis Monroe does later go on to say, to August Ames, I agree. I support your rights to choose who you have sex with, 100%. I just think it was offensive to say publicly when half of your peers do not agree. And August Ames writes back to her though, I'll keep my opinion in my head next time and be fake. That's basically the narrative. Is that lots of people are like, yeah, well that's fine. But you shouldn't say it out loud uh, and you shouldn't have tweeted at it. And that, that's where it's like, um, obviously, a lot of there's I mean, at least two porn stars who did not know about this shit and were actively yeah. fucking guys in the industry. So, yes, it clearly needed to be said. August should be commemorated for it. She should be uh, the champion is like. Yeah, this is a, this is a safety issue for women. Women have the right to have all the facts when they decide what dicks they let in their Great vaginas. Point. But no, that does not fit our narrative of being pro-gay no matter what the consequences, even if that means lying to or shutting down basic like knowledge to people who it directly affects. Yeah. And, and that, that's, that's the issue that uh, kept on coming and just kept on coming at her. And I think even when August Ames clearly tried to show that she was being a feminist, uh, in in the greatest sense of the word, at least I would think so. Um, I think it's somewhat when I, th I guess I don't really know what feminism is to be honest. Um, but I guess what I assume feminism is is just if you're a woman, you know, you want to be proud in who you are and you want equal rights as a man, and that's about it. No, yeah. no more, no less. Not be better than, equal to. 
It speaks and to the whole issue with, with the left because. So what? Oh, go ahead. The whole ahead. Th- well, I mean, so the facts were laid on the table. This speaks to the whole issue of the left. The facts were laid on the table, and it after they said, "Okay, well, we can't debate the fact that you have the right to decide who fucks you and who doesn't fuck you." Uh, that didn't matter. So you got responses from this is the uh, along with the uh, Alexis Monroe tweet uh, around the same time. Ryan Lemay, this is a, a gay man who works in HIV prevention. Your stigmatizing language is troubling. Wouldn't it stand to reason that if they are shooting a scene for a straight company, they have had the proper testing to do that scene? This guy says he works in HIV prevention, but doesn't know that you can test negative for HIV, even when you have it and can pass it on to other people. And also, he doesn't care about the facts. It's the stigmatizing language is troubling. Last episode, you said, oh, I didn't know problematic. You didn't know the word problematic is being used by SJWs to describe everything now? SJWs, I did not realize that uh, social justice warriors were using that terminology because I'm not on the uh, social media. Good for you. I, I, I envy you. Yeah, problematic is, is part of the new uh, Orwellian uh, alt-left, far-left uh, th- uh, new speak that's coming in. It, I mean, obviously, it, the word existed before that, but it's being used in a very specific way now. Things like the movie Animal House, yeah, nothing overtly wrong with it. It's problematic. Uh, you're hiring a white guy for that role. That's problematic. Problematic is a way of saying we can't articulate or use logical reasoning or facts to explain why something is bad or we don't like it or we oppose it. We're just calling it problematic. It's not well, necessarily wrong. It's not. It, it, you're, you're, you may even be stating things that are overtly factual, like our sweet August did, but it's problematic. It's the way you said it. It's the emotions that we perceived you as having when you displayed that. That's a way of saying, I can't justify my censorship or disapproval of this, but we're going to do it anyways. So August then wakes up December 4th and 11.36 11.36 a.m. She woke up in bed. She, just think of her sleeping in bed. How she, oh, beautiful. It's probably, very, it's probably very beautiful. God. Um, it's just probably lots of just, you know, delicious linens and all kinds of things. Anyways, uh, 11.36 a.m., she responds to everything that's kind of this backlash she got in the last 24 hours, roughly. And she says, in quotes, choose who you want to work with. Quotes. Don't do anything that makes you feel uncomfortable. Quotes, share your thoughts. And then she writes, hmm, well, I did all three, and Twitter took a dump on me. And then she has a little person doing the little, you know, hands on the shoulder, over the shoulder thing, like, I don't know. And that's fucked up. Called emojis. Yeah, they're emojis. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I use some emojis. I have an iPhone. I know a little bit. But um, then she goes on later, just just, uh, about an hour later, really, uh, 1248. She writes, I don't have anything to apologize for. Mm-hmm. Because now at this point, people are demanding her to apologize. Yes. She continues with the demand started apologizing for taking extra steps to ensue that my body stays safe. Fuck you guys attacking me when none of my intentions were malicious. I fucking love the gay community. What the fuck ever? I choose who I have inside my body. No hate. Not okay. People responded to that with saying your decisions are homophobic. That sums it up so perfectly. I'm yeah. not hating on anybody. I can't. I, this is why I don't do it. And I know there's people who are probably listening to this episode going, that's what Twitter is, though, Ballard. That's what Twitter is. God, I can't handle it. Ballard, you get eaten alive on Twitter. Well, yeah, that's why I don't do it. But, like, 
I find this I find this, in, this incredibly fucked up that she has to plead for people to like you know force her to apologize for what just simply asking or not even asking just simply saying like here's my line in the sand and is it okay as a human being to have a line in the sand regardless of of like you know what it is this is my line okay well so directly after that tweet i believe replying to that tweet uh gay porn star logan moore said to her next time just don't make stupid tweets we all say no to some people if it's personal or being or whatever reason whatsoever just don't tweet about it but the reason you give after or even more worse that's still poor grammar uh i work with female and male gay and gay and i don't judge either lm logan moore uh mr jones Moore sounds like he's a he's a he's a guy looking for a good time another gay porn star i assume says fuck you piece of shit i hope i see you somewhere i really do Black Candy, another guy, I'm guessing gay, says, I'm with you. Katrina Jade decides, I'm in, also with whatever they're planning on doing to our poor sweet August. Somebody did defend her then, but then a tweet saying, just carrying on a cycle of bullying, uh, so don't do that. And then Katrina Jade says, I don't have empathy for hateful people. I'm not fucking Gandhi. Hateful? Hateful. Wow. That's where people started suggesting she not work in the industry. People are calling her a blacklister. Uh tranny or trans porn star aspen brooks says august says please stop she's like bosom one this more aspen brooks says as soon as you suck this tranny cock baby girl need to see my test with the uh eggplant eggplant emoji that represents a big purple dick august dame says and follow me then as in please stop fucking following me and tweeting at me uh aspen brooks of course was not the only person who was saying that she shouldn't be allowed in the industry unless she is willing to fuck, but uh, you know, gay, gay porn stars, crossover stars, saying that she ha- basically telling a woman who she has to have sex with in order to keep her job and career. Yeah, and you know what? I, I it's it's from from the SJWs. Yeah, it's and and not only just as SJWs, but SJWs within her industry. And you'd think they'd be even more understanding of someone wanting to hold like a fucking line in the sand. Like that's, I mean, I keep saying line in the sand, and I know that like yeah, you can't just draw random fucking lines in the sand. And be like that's my line in the sand. But like, I mean, in her industry, the, having a line in the sand, I I would say is commendable. Like the fact that you're like, and nope, common. That's, that's my line. Like Audrey Batoni's is like, I will never do anal. Nicole Aniston's forever was I'll never do anal. She just released a really hot anal scene, by the that's way. That's different. That's saying what holes you can fuck. This is saying who can and can't fuck the holes. And that's the problem that they don't like you saying who can. And exactly right. This is this is simply just saying this person, this type of person, I don't want to fuck. And it's like, fine. Maybe a lot of people don't agree with you, but that's a, you're allowed to have that opinion. Well, she's basically has the same rule as about 50% of female performers in porn. And then her following tweet after the, uh, after she says, you know, no hate is most girls I know don't work with crossovers. Yeah. Loving all the love and help ladies. Yes. And she's got like that okay thing. In which black man triple X writes back to her, folk leave August Ames alone if she doesn't want to work with crossover performers when it her choice. The there are girls in the industry who don't do guys who do gay. And you know what, Black Man Triple X? That's very well put. I couldn't say it any better than you. Okay, well, so if you go to, uh, let's go to the most culpable person here. Now, if you go to Jackson Wheeler, who inserted himself into this on the 4th, uh, his Twitter is now, his tweets are protected. 
and you cannot see his tweets. He is locked off his Twitter. The fuckhead. The, the biggest the, fuckhead of them all. The biggest fuckhead of them all. Who, the guy he, that I wish there was actually a case could be put against him. Uh, it's it's close, but it's not because quite there. I just want to set up again and remind people what we have established at this point is we're dealing with someone who we know is depressed, who has admitted so on Twitter. Yes. Has is is very fragile in this particular period and has been now harassed for two days, December third and December fourth, and on December fourth, what's his name, Felk? Jackson Wheeler, a, a crossover porn star, who tweeted at August Ames on the fourth. The world is awaiting your apology or for you to swallow a cyanide pill. Either way, we'll take it. August has already said she's not going to apologize. So he's calling for her to kill herself. Wow. Uh, uh, that was on December 5th, actually. Now, this guy's also had, oh, December 5th. So that was even closer toward death. He wrote on December 5th. Yeah. The world is awaiting your apology or for you to swallow a cyanide pill. Either way, we'll take it. What day did she die on? Uh, this That day. She died Tuesday, December 5th. Yeah. It's one of the last things she probably read on Twitter. It's probably one of the last things she read on Twitter. How fucked up is that? Yeah. And then the day after she and when just it so came we're out, clear, he wrote that at 6.15 a.m. on December 5th. August's last tweet on December 5th was at 12 a.m. And it was, fuck y'all. So six hours after she had written, fuck y'all. Six hours and 15 minutes to be exact. Yeah. Sir Jackson Wheeler wrote, the world is awaiting your apology or for you to swallow a cyanide pill. Either or will take it. Yeah. And, and just to be clear, he, Sir Jackson Wheeler is his, uh, his, his Twitter uh, bio name. He has not been knighted by the crown, uh, to my knowledge. After she killed herself, he doubled down on this. People asked, how are you going to sleep uh, at night? This, this is disgusting. And he said, I'm going to sleep just fine. I stood up for the gay and bisexual community. Or I say nothing and let more people mislabel and judge millions because no one mis because of one misinformed mouth. Uh, no one told her to do anything harmful to herself. Except you except, did. Except, ex well, except you, Jackson, as well as the person who tried to book her for the, what was it again? Where was she going again? Yeah. The Exotica X News? And she just simply didn't want to do it because she was being told that the only way she was going to be able to take yeah. her job was to shoot this guy, uh, to shoot this scene with this guy that does crossovers. So as far as she knows, because she's protecting, trying to protect her body, this could be harmful to her. So that in itself was also somebody that was, you know, asking for her maybe yeah. to harm herself. He has a history of threatening women in the industry, and they're now coming out about, about him. Uh, he's already been blacklisted by Joanna Angel and uh, her, her, her Bernie Angel. Exactly. And what did he write her, Felk? Texting her, uh, I'll come at your throat. Honey, my scream would make you realize your place in this world. Yeah, that's a, that's from Grace and Evangelina, or Grace Evangeline. Not Joanna Angel. Beautiful Joanna name. Angel's beautiful jo name. You Joanna Angel's name. the one who runs Burning Angel and, and, and was the first to blacklist him. And other other porn stars started blacklisting him as well. So he's still on Twitter. He's protected. He's still verified as far as I can tell. Fuck fucking horrible. No, he's not verified. Shit. Pansexual. Well, 
So yes, yeah, so this is uh, we're about so Tuesday, December fifth. Now we're here, and August Ames, also known as Mercedes Grabowski, uh, committed <laughs> suicide, um, and uh, it's horrible, and it's a very sad thing. And then horrible shit was said by some other people, including people like Zinnia Jones. Zinnia Jones is an Orlando trans activist and science writer. Gender analysis. She's not safe for work, and she you know writes for feminist websites. Yeah, December 6th, she, she, she retweeted from Nate Watson at August Ames, dead fucking, a dead, she was tweeting at a dead woman. Am but I the we only- we didn't know that. As a public, we didn't really know August Ames had died until yeah, Thursday, we December 7th. That's a good point. It was made um, known to the public. Uh, there was a whole day, uh, Wednesday, December 7th, where nobody- knew uh, what was going on. Yeah, so she's tweeting. No, I'm sorry, Wednesday, December 6th, where nobody knew what was going on. She, Yeah, so she didn't know she was dead, but she was tweeting at a dead woman. Am I the only one who calls out their homophobia partially out of hope they'll kill themselves? I know it's not likely, but if they do that, that's one problem solved. Uh, that's so crazy. Oh, what a fucking asshole. Does she, I wonder if she feels good about herself now. I mean, people say that all the time that like, oh, yeah, when you like make up your username, you're like anonymous and then people just tweet hateful things and that's YouTube. But you know what? It doesn't matter anymore if you're anonymous. You can have your fucking full name as your tweeter and people will be like, oh, dude, I'm still like I'm behind a keyboard. I can type anything on this keyboard. This keyboard doesn't punch me or kick me or anything. Yeah. People tweeted at her, you know, wow, you are a horrible person. Wow, the tolerant left. She responded to the negative tweets with, I'm so sorry for not being tolerant of homophobes. This is also in the sixth, while she still doesn't know that her sweet oh, August has well. killed herself yet. On the seventh, after it had come out that August was dead, she tweeted in response to people saying, and here I thought a woman had the right to say no, having sex with someone regardless of the reason. Guess I was wrong. People criticizing her for her things she had said. She's dead now. This is Zinnia Jones, trans activist. A homophobe killed herself, and now people are all concerned about the bullying of homophobes. Excuse me, but where have you all been for queer people all this time? Ugh. What is she? Who is she talking to? Who? I can't. I, honestly, I can't even tell you who the subject is of that that fucking conversation. Herself. Clearly. Or herself. <laughs> like, really? Herself, How I self-centered assume. is she? This whole fucking terrible gender. thing is happening. This information has been released. You tweeted at a dead person some horrible shit. And you're and you're just like I'm doubling down. So now we get into that little uh, little thing about verification. She has a little blue check mark next to her name, Zinnia. Yeah, what does that mean? Do you know what that means? No. Verification. Twitter verifies people who are popular or famous is a way of saying yes. This is the this is the the real that person. That's why so many people like even at real Donald Trump have real before their names because other people created fake parody accounts. That's why it's First, real Britney right, Spears. Yeah, yeah. So that's why they have to verify and say, yes, this is actually the real Britney Spears. Uh, Twitter created verification as a way of, of, of uh, just saying this person is important enough to have enough followers that we think it's important to show, yes, this is the real person, not one of their many, many parody accounts. People started to take that as an endorsement from Twitter. People saying this is, oh, oh, this this person's Twitter approved, and that's never what it meant. So this shitstorm, you know, created a, or this created a shitstorm where Twitter had to start removing check marks from, I mean, granted, people like Baked Alaska, people who actually are alt-right and, and are saying awful things, but it also says 
that they're keeping verifications for people who are saying awful things that are more in line with the left, including this fucking Zinnia Jones. She still has a check mark after celebrating the death of a woman uh, who she was partly responsible in contributing to the depression that led to her death. Okay, yeah, so now we get whatever. into the call to actions. Now we get yeah, into what like, do we want? She needs to have that check mark removed. She needs to be ver- unverified. She needs to be banned I, off Twitter. I, yeah, just banned, I think. Fuck the check mark. I think she needs to be just banned. <laughs> if they banned Milo and they banned other fucking people, they, they should be banning across the board. This is the farthest I've ever seen it coming uh, from the left. Usually it's generalized. Generalized statements about all white people are awful, all men are trash. This is more importantly at a person, not yeah. in a group. That's where they usually make the distinction. When you're targeting one person, uh, that's when they, oh, you're targeting poor Lacey Green? We'll ban you. But they people for two days targeted August Ames, and obviously Nothing. Twitter can't respond in two days, but no. they can start banning the people who are a part of this. And so far, they haven't, although it does look like Jackson Wheeler's made his account private, so... Maybe he knows that that band's coming. People, that's the key thing, is that people were deleting their fucking tweets left oh, and right. Oh, yeah. Because we, because this, okay, so we're recording this on December 7th, the same day it broke. So we're actually, like, recording this within, like, 12 hours of this happening and yeah. this new, being news. And within, what, probably, like, the first six hours of the day, you started seeing tweets deleted, tweet deleted. Like, if you followed Reddit pages, like, all of a sudden, you would just see huge sections of tweet deleted, tweet deleted, tweet deleted, tweet deleted. And it was just, like... People said fucked up shit, and then they were like, oh, fuck that. I said way too fucked up shit to uh, some dead people. But, like, or to some dead person. But, like, um, you then had people like Jackson Wheeler, literally, and, like, Zinnia Jones, who, like, doubled down. And that's really kind of fucked up. Yeah. But, but with Zinnia Jones and Jackson Wheeler, they should be removed from Twitter. They should be. And I, so I don't even know if I want to talk about the Jenna Jameson thing, because Jenna Jameson's kind of crazy. Uh, she she's also kind of been trying to insert herself into this and like, hey, I was being bullied like uh, and harassed on Twitter like right before all this happened because she sp- spoke out against how she didn't like that there was a trans woman uh, on the cover of Playboy. People are calling her transphobic, and she's just saying no. It's it's just a matter of like this is a, a magazine f- for women. It's not really fair if they put men on there. Not a really. I'm not going to say good or bad on, on Jenna, but she has the right to express her mind. And then she got about, uh, you know, over a thousand tweets uh, calling her transphobic and how no one should ever work with her again. Now she's awful. And no, no one got banned from that. Uh, and no what did she say about uh, August Ames? Uh, she's responding to all these deleted tweets. So it's kind of fucking hard to really understand what the hell she's saying. See, because, people are just deleting tweets. Yeah, that's, that's the issue. That's the issue is people are like realized that they were talking some really fucked up shit. And you know what? If you're deleting tweets because you said something really fucked up and then someone died, that's enough right there for someone to at least have to understand that you are part of a systemic problem. And this there's an error going on and it needs to be corrected. And things like Twitter are fucking wrong. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I don't think Twitter should stop, but people should stop using it. People actually, someone questioned Jen Jameson saying, what did they actually say? All these tweets are deleted. And, uh, and Jenna Jameson said, said it, it's, it is sad that most of the shaming and slander was deleted because like people, nobody knows what they were saying. Uh, yeah. Somebody recently, Oh, I didn't say it. Somebody really said, didn't say it. I didn't Jenna Jameson, say it. yeah, yeah. Oops. Honest, someone tweeted it on uh, Jenna. Honestly, who takes their own life because of people they don't know on Twitter? Jenna says, unfortunately, a lot of people do. Very empathic of you though. Um, unfortunately, this is our reality. Oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. 
Yeah, Roseanne Barr said women. Oh, wow. Roseanne Barr is pro-August. She says women always lead the attack on women they consider to have stepped out of line. That's correct, Roseanne. Um, they did the same thing with women who wanted to go be with Bernie and they didn't want to support Hillary. So they were like, fuck you. You don't love women because you want to be with Bernie. And it was like, wow, that's pretty fucking one way narrow. Or the ones who thinking or the ones who voted for Jill Stein as the Jezebel article to fuck you, Susan Sarandon clearly stated step out of our fucking narrative. We don't like it. Uh, yeah, no, it's so that that is true. It was largely women who were attacking her. One more one final one from, from Jenna. Uh, the scariest part of the attacks on August Ames is that they were led by quite a few big females in the industry. These women fanned the flames of trolling against August. That's Everyone should read the thread. So disappointing and tragic. Yeah. I said that earlier. Yeah. Well, Jen, Jenna Jameson agrees with you. Well, it, that is the scariest part of it is that this is this is mostly coming from women from the angle of really swerf or uh, fourth wave feminism. Step that a um, line. We'll shut you down. And they shut her down probably harder than they intended to. But some people are doubling down on, OK, it's fine that she's dead. Who cares? Homophobe. I know. And that's so fucked up. That's so fucked up that someone's life ended because they were depressed and then people like attacked it. So it's not only like she was depressed and people should maybe like just lay off. It was like it was publicly known she was depressed. So was it an attack? Like it sounds to me like that's an attack. Yeah. One uh, quick shout out to Samantha38G, one of my favorite BBWs. Because she Ooh. supported her from, from the beginning, saying you have the absolute right to decide who you work with and who you don't work with. Everyone is allowed to have their list without question, uh, their list of no's without question. Just ignore everyone. And that, that there, was, there was plenty of women who were in support of her because more than 50% of the women in the industry already have that rule to begin with. Yeah. So, so there are people who deserve com uh, accommodations. Unfortunately, they were attacking a fragile person, though. And, like, and people just don't associate sometimes that not everybody is as strong as everyone else. Okay. Um, I also wanted to just maybe think that maybe this is not only an attack, Felk. Is this an attack on Canada? Do you really want to do that? <laughs> because Shyla Styles was recently found dead too. A woman's dead. And clearly this isn't the fact that they're I'm both really Canadian. I'm really sad about Shyla Styles. That actually hurt me more when I found that out today. Because I didn't know about that until today. That was and a month ago. Shyla Styles was like, yeah, a month ago. And I'm like, oh, I love Shyla Styles. Like, I love, 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 love. Just Shyla to Styles. be clear, Shyla Styles had a long history of alcohol and drug abuse uh, that was well known. She did, they have not disclosed the reason that she died a month ago, which has been known for a month. Uh, but she woke up or <laughs> woke up, uh, was found unresponsive in her sleep. And uh, yeah. there's really no controversy. There was no mean tweets. She's pretty much completely unrelated, except the fact that Mallard found out about Chalice Dallas today. I did. I did in my research today about all and, these names. And, and I she's just Canadian. Want to point out, yeah, she's Canadian. Exactly. And I just want to point out that um, the Toronto Sun, this is a request from Noli. The Toronto Sun uh, listed Shiloh Styles' films for her credentials. And, the, and what they listed was um, another adult star, uh, Jesse Jane, wrote that Shiloh Styles, star of Accidental Hooker, Crack Addict 7 and Give Me Liberty or Give Me Anal is now in a better place. Jesse Jane, that's a very nice thing you wrote. And um, Noldy just wanted us to make sure that we really highlighted and pointed out that his favorite was Give Me Liberty or Give Me Anal. Because Nolan was a little bit a part of the research, but not so much part of the episode. People who don't really watch porn or get porn really love to point out, oh, how wacky the names of porno films are. 
It's like they've heard them for the first time and like, what? Give me liberty or give me anal. That's crazy. It's like that's they're all called shit like that. They are. He's admitted. He's admitted he doesn't watch porn anymore. He said he stopped watching porn in 2005. Yeah, I know. Just don't stay out of the realm. (laughs) But the funny thing is, is that he seems to always seem to know some of the newest people. No, he doesn't. He watched. He goes on Instagram. He knew who August Ames was. She's very recent. She was 23 years old, Felk. Yeah, she's younger than Jurassic Park. God, I can't believe she's 20. She was 23 years old and she killed herself. That's so fucked up. Well, uh, so just instead of just talking about somebody who just passed away, um, let's celebrate August Ames with a little talking body. All systems ready. Three, two. I'm not walking with this girl. Talking bodies. Talking bodies. Oh, yeah. As always, Talking Bodies has us discussing the wonderful world of mega hotties and super babes. And Cool Boy Nation to enhance your body experience, strap on that hard drive and whip out that keyboard and let's go Googling for some sweet bodies and dongs. And this week's episode is obviously going to be about August Aim. So we're just going to pick the best August. She went by three hair colors when she was a professional porn star. That was uh, brunette, blonde and Raven and Felk. Or just dark hair. Yeah. Yeah, I guess just really dark hair. And Felk, what was your uh, favorite look of August's? She was best blonde, but uh, she, she it really doesn't matter what her hair color is. It is the same face and body. It is. Um, I always liked her more in her earlier years when she was more natural. That's brunette. And, and that would be the brunette look. Yeah. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast and join our Facebook group. We're the Cool Boys Podcast. You can email us at the Cool Boys Podcast at gmail.com. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching for The Cool Boys Podcast. Please rate and review us on iTunes. And you can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional episodes of Cool Boys After Dark and a Cool Boys shout-out on our normal episodes that air every Tuesday. You can find The Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizees from Felk. And that's Bizees from Ballard. And that's Bizees too. Sweet, lovely August Ames. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Without even a damn silly